Today's episode is about prevention and awareness of suicide. If you or someone you know is in immediate need of support, please dial 988 to be connected with your local suicide hotline. Hey friends, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. I'm TJ Thomas, and this is episode 131, Suicide Prevention. So, for those of you who aren't aware, September is National Suicide Prevention Month. One thing that you may not know about being a therapist or many other professions is that you have to get continuing education credits in order for your license to be able to continue to be valid. As a therapist, one of the requirements is that a certain number of those education credits have to be about suicide awareness and prevention. And I think it would be great if like the general population could have some sort of continuing education credits about suicide awareness and prevention. So consider this your yearly continuing education suicide prevention and awareness course. So today we're going to talk about a few of the facts about suicide. We're going to dispel a few myths about suicide. Uh, we're going to talk about some warning signs as well as real concrete things that you can do if you are experiencing suicidal thoughts or feelings or if someone you know is experiencing those things. So first, I want to talk about how common suicidal thoughts or feelings are, because I want to remove the shame around them so that if you are experiencing them, you won't feel like you have to do it alone, or that if someone you know is experiencing them, it's a much more common thing than we realize. So first, according to a 2019 U.S. Youth Risk Behavior Survey, one in five high schoolers seriously considers attempting suicide. One in five. That's more than the number of people who have blue eyes. So just think about that. If you have an average high school class, let's say, of 30 kids, six of the kids in that class have seriously considered attempting suicide. And that was as of 2019. And for most of the studies that I've seen throughout the pandemic, those numbers went up. So again, suicidal thoughts are not uncommon, and we need to remove the shame that's around them so people feel more comfortable expressing when they have them so they can get the help that they need. There are also some populations that are more prone to suicidality than others. For example, racial minorities have a higher suicide rate than Caucasians. Lesbian, gay, and bisexual youth are four times more likely to have suicidal thoughts, and transgender youth are five times more likely to attempt suicide than their cisgendered or straight peers. So there are certain populations that we need to be extra sensitive and aware of in looking out for suicidal thoughts and behaviors. Other risk factors that would put someone at an increased likelihood of experiencing suicidal thoughts are mental health issues, substance abuse, a history of trauma or abuse in their life, being a victim or a perpetrator of bullying, or living in a constant low-level stressor state. A lot of people think that for you to be suicidal, it has to be some huge, big, terrible thing that happened in your life, one massive cataclysmic event, but that's not the case. Someone living in a constant state of low-level stressors all day, every day, is also at an increased risk for suicide. Okay, so those are the people who are at a higher risk for suicide, and the people that we should be more extra sensitive and aware of. And if you're someone who's in one of those categories, then it means that you need to be more aware as well of what your risk factors are. I myself fall into the LGB category that is four times more likely to have suicidal thoughts. And I'll tell you, I have had suicidal thoughts in my life. And if I didn't know how common they were, especially within this demographic, I would have felt so much shame around them. I probably would not have sought the help that I needed. Now, here are some of the protective factors. These are the things that we can do to help keep people safer uh, or at least reduce the risk of suicidal thoughts or actions. The first is a positive relationship, and this can be with peers or it can be people outside of your age group. For youth, it can be a positive relationship with adults in their life. Next is awareness and access to mental health care. People need to be able to have more therapy, more mental health access, and more awareness and normalization of this conversation. Cultural and religious beliefs of inherent self-worth and value have also been shown to reduce the risk of suicide, as well as community connections and a safe environment. 
Now, of course, most of these protective factors would be pretty obvious, things that we would be hoping that everyone would be getting anyway. So if you're someone who's been experiencing suicidal thoughts or suicidal feelings, these are the things that you can start reaching out for to try to help alleviate some of those things. And I highly encourage therapy to be put on that list of things you're looking for. Okay, so now let's talk about some of the warning signs of suicide. So if you have a friend or loved one that you are worried about, that you believe may be experiencing these thoughts or feelings, here are some of the warning signs. First, and this is very obvious, is talking about suicide. If someone is talking about the idea of taking their life, that's a big warning sign. A few more that are very important, but we sometimes ignore because they just seem like run-of-the-mill teenage behavior, or it might just be linked to depression more than suicidality, is expressing hopelessness about the future, showing overwhelming emotional distress, or changes in behavior like withdrawing from social connections, or drastic changes in sleep, either more or less. One of the biggest signs that people don't think about very often, though, is if someone has been showing a lot of these things, if they've been isolating, having emotional distress, having a lot of anger or hostility, expressing hopelessness, and then suddenly all those things stop almost overnight. And then suddenly they seem like they're back to their old self again. They're happy. They're carefree. They have this sudden increased mood. That is actually a very big warning sign. Because typically, if someone is really healing from that kind of an emotional state, it's going to take time and it's going to be a slow progress. If we see a sudden drastic shift in mood like that, what that very often means is that that person has finally made the decision and the plan to take their own life. And that now they feel that weight is off their shoulders because they don't think that they'll have to deal with it for very much longer. And so suddenly this drastic mood shift happens. So if you see that in someone, that is a very big sign to be looking out for and to be talking to them about it. And the very last thing that I want to talk about today is talking about it. The best thing that you can do for someone who you are worried might be having suicidal thoughts or feelings is straight up ask them, hey, I know this is a hard or maybe awkward question, but I need to ask you this directly. Have you been having thoughts or feelings recently about hurting yourself or killing yourself? And maybe that's a little more direct or in your face than some of you are comfortable with. But asking someone that question directly and specifically can do way, way more for helping someone out than just beating around the bush about it. A lot of people are worried that if they're that direct and straightforward, that it might make someone who isn't suicidal start thinking about it. But that's actually not the case. All of the studies show that talking about suicide directly, asking specific pointed questions about whether someone is having these feelings decreases their risk and decreases their chances of following through if they've been having those feelings. Again, talking about suicide and asking someone about it will not make them more suicidal if they're not already, but it may save their life if they currently already are suicidal. So I hope today was very helpful giving you a lot of information about suicide awareness and prevention, some of the warning signs, some of the risk factors, some of the things you can do to help, and that if you're someone who's been experiencing suicidal thoughts or feelings, that it is so much more normal than you probably realize, that it is very common. But just because it's common doesn't mean you have to live with it forever. There are a lot of resources and a lot of ways that you can get help with this, and a lot of people who would love to talk to you about it, whether a therapist, a family member, friends, whoever. Thanks for being with us today. If you have any comments or questions about this, uh, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at TJ Counseling. I can't give therapy over Instagram, but I can at least point you in the right direction. So thanks again for being with us. And with that, I will see you next week. Take care. Thanks again for being with us. If you liked today's episode or other episodes, please leave us a review or a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, this is a podcast, it is not therapy, and should not replace any care by a licensed mental health care professional. 
And if you're looking for more mental health resources or would like to book a session with me, you can head to tjcounseling.com.